Hello and welcome to Mindset Conversions, a podcast by modern women for modern women who were born and raised in a different culture than the one they live in today and have faced numerous challenges while working on adapting and adjusting to their new countries, cultures, or world regions. I am your host, Sanda Kruger, an Eastern European born in Bucharest, Romania. I lived the first 24 years of my life in Europe, and since 2004, I became a U.S. resident and performed numerous mindset processing and faith challenges on myself, reprogramming and metamorphosis to be where I am today. To share a little bit about myself, today I live in Florida and I am a coach of coaches. I teach others how to follow their dreams of happiness and well-being, how to open their own businesses, and we will talk more about that in the podcast. But the point I'm trying to make is I'm very I'm a very, very long road away from the mindset that I had when I first came to the United States and from the mindset I had when I grew up. Let me give you some examples of what I mean and what subjects we will possibly discuss in this podcast. First and foremost, something that we all want, we should love and care about, it's money. Have you ever heard the phrases, money, it's the root of all evil, or you must work really hard to make a good living? Yeah, me too. My grandfather worked hard all his life in a forging factory, and he told me this when I was a kid. Money don't come easy. You want it or not, you must learn well in school to get a good job later on to not have to work as hard as me for your money. But that wasn't it, the money mindset programming for me went even further because even though both my parents worked full-time jobs with the same amount of hours, as a child, every time I will go to ask my mom for some money, either for something sweet for my sister and I, or for a school trip, or for any other reason, she will always say to me, I don't have any money. Your father takes care of that. Go ask him. The same would happen with most of my girlfriend's parents. The fathers would be the ones that would be responsible for the finances of the household, even though both parents worked equally in hours and effort. How about you? Did that happen to you when you grow up? How do you think that affected our mindsets later on in life? When we got married and you know, realizing that we were already programmed to be passive towards finances because we literally grew up with the expectation to have to work hard for our money. And in the same time, I grew up with the expectation of a man to take control of my finances and to provide for me like a safety net, like a soft cushion. So being that passive really, really um, took time, took many years for me to overcome. We will definitely have some very interesting discussions in the podcast about this subject in one of the following episodes. And I am looking forward to see what kind of experiences do you have with money. You know, they are saying um, that in the first seven years of our lives, everything that we see and we hear around either 
at home, in the family, or from um, school, daycare, uh, kindergarten, play a huge role in our programming later on. So I'm a very visual person, and every time I come with examples, I actually visualize them in my head. And I imagine each human being as a computer that comes with a certain set of programs out of the factory. We were born with no programming in my mind. And then by seven years old, we just subconsciously gained this big set of programming about family, about money, about food, about just the basic things that we will have to follow in life. And then from seven years old to like 40, as I am now, um, all the other little programs have been added on top of that base. For example, like learning how to ride a bike. That was a small program that was added on top, learning how to drive, learning how to do my makeup, all those little things. But the basic important ones without which we could not survive, it's already there. They are already there. The programming, it's done. And many, many people use this phrase, well, this is how it was when I came from, or this is how I know it. This is how my family always did it. Those are just excuses that we use based on our subconscious programming. So everything that we say in that way comes from our childhood, believe it or not. It's a very interesting concept because we can really, truly reprogram ourselves. We can delete or inactivate certain programs and we can reprogram, reinstall something new. But that takes, first of all, um, recognition that there is a program in there that doesn't serve us. And two, it takes effort to delete that, to just break. It's more than a habit. It's just deeper than that. So we need to break that. So it's going to take more than 21 days as we normally use for, you know, creating new habits. We have to break that and we have to reprogram. It's going to take a while, but it's very doable. So we are definitely going to talk about money and how we perceive money. Because I know many people want to be rich and have more money than what they already do but look at what happens with the people who are not ready for that emotionally and mentally look at what happens with the people who win the lottery most of them don't have the mindset of a rich person they don't have the mindset of keeping money they have the mindset that they grew up with that was programmed in them a long time ago and therefore, most of them would lose that um, win that they got from the lottery in a pretty short amount of time. So let me give you another example of what I'm talking about, of differences in, in the way we grew up, the way I grew up, and, and how things were different um, when, I, when I came to the United States. When I was a kid, even and even now to some extent, uh, most European countries were considered very religious in a very traditional way. Either Orthodox, Russian Orthodox, Greek Orthodox, or Catholic, 
often 80 to 90% of the population of any country in Europe will follow some kind of Christian religious ritual and faith. The church, it's seen as a very important institution, respected by many. And I'm not talking about like a neighborhood church or a city church. I'm talking about the church as a country, a state institution. My grandma would take me to church um, often. And we would even fast 40 days before Easter and before Christmas. No animal products in the Orthodox Church. No meat, no eggs, cheese, milk, nothing, butter, nothing that comes from an animal. I'm not really a foodie. Um, so I couldn't really care less because I'm okay with eating potatoes and beans and veggies and bread. Um, I'm a health coach. So even though I grew up with those things a few times a year, I have a really balanced body that I listen to. So even back then, that wasn't a problem. But winter in communist Romania was pretty brutal. <laughs> I'll say that. And, you know, we'll talk more about that in a different episode. I was also told as a child that if I lie, I will be punished at the final judgment when I die at the gates of heaven. There is this St. Peter, and he will have a long list with all my good deeds and all my bad deeds in my life. And whichever side of the list is longer, I would go to heaven or not. And that actually reminds me of Santa's list a little bit. But honestly, since I was a little girl, it made no sense to me how could God, who is supposed to be the most kind and all-powerful being, would punish a small little girl like me just for, you know, hiding a chocolate from my sister and lying about it. Of course, I've tried to ask my grandma a few times, how is that possible? How is God, you know, punishing? But I never quite received a clear answer. And I could tell how my question was creating some nerves and tension in her. So at some point, I decided to just take it as it is and stop asking questions and, you know, just give up on it. Well, later on, when I came to America at 24 years old, I've learned that Jesus dying on the cross actually erased all of our sins anyways. So the final judgment, you know, it's actually absolute, obsolete. So it was all good. I was worrying for nothing. Well, actually, I wasn't. But, you know, many people in my country were. Also, one of my ex-husband friends really thought that I need to get baptized again in the Baptist church and never drink wine ever in my life again in order to be fully saved. Um, well, that wasn't for me either. So I refused politely to be saved and to, you know, give up wine forever. And I'm at peace with that because, you know, 12 years ago, I found my own spiritual path. Uh, through Abraham Hicks and meditation. And regardless of what I'm doing, I'm super open to everyone's own choices. As long as you get to happiness, I don't really care. I don't, it's, it's up to you how you get there, to be honest. But honestly, I, I really can't imagine that I am the only one who has been through this kind of extreme and controversial cultural differences and mindsets. I'm sure there are women out there that have been born somewhere else or even in a different part of the United States or a different part of their own country and then moved to a different area and then just faced this really, really big 
um, challenges or cultural beliefs that you just never um, really identified with. And I'm looking forward to talk more about this with our guest and get inspired by everybody. So if it wasn't clear, this is a podcast for women interested in personal growth and discovery, in breaking barriers and moving their own personal mountains by identifying and discussing the similarities and differences between the ways of thinking that we grew up with and our conscious and subconscious programming in numerous subjects like money, independence, family, work, entrepreneurship, relationships, men, sex, love, spirituality and religion, and many more. Depending on where we are coming from and where we live life today and everything we experienced in between. This is a podcast for women who see or would like to get to see life's challenges, not as discouraging end of roads, but as successes to be achieved and personal goals to be reached. The inspiration for this podcast also came from the amazing women I am surrounded by as family, friends, coaches, and mentors. Most of them, just like myself, came from a different country or a different culture. And despite how we were raised, despite pain, suffering, and multiple challenges, and multiple health problems along the way, and all other unexpected life issues, we were untamable in our paths. And at some point or another in our lives, we decided to reprogram our minds to achieve much more and go much further than what our initial mindset would allow us to do. We women know that our emotions and desires are amazing tools to be used to carve our own paths and reach our goals. And I'm looking forward to discovering and discussing ways in which we can become happier, we can be stronger and more successful in life and everything we set our minds to. I will see you in the next episode. Uh -huh.